Hey, how you doing? This is Tony. Welcome to Finding Subjects Podcast. Sitting in my truck waiting for someone to come out of this building. Sun's in my eyes. Big construction site up in front of me. I'm just watching it and enjoying it. It's like, it's like, it's these things that we, we watch and we enjoy. I love construction. Oh, they're welding now. I like when that happens. You know, I like when they, uh, you know, you have the big sparks come up. They're burning a bowl or something like that. They're cutting something and they're all these sparks come off the, off the metal. It's cool. Cool stuff. A uh, big crane sitting left in there. They're actually uh, moving I-beams and probably hoisting them, up, hoisting them up to the top of the building. Just cool, cool stuff to watch. Allergies are incredible right now. I feel like someone threw uh, sand in my eyes. The big, the big kick of sand in my eyes on the beach. It's brutal. But anyway, I'm sitting here thinking about a question that I kind of like thought about earlier in regards to a question that I saw posted the other day on Steve Harvey's site on Facebook, which went as follows. Steve asked, what would you say to your 18-year-old self if you had the ability to go back in time and say three words? What would you say to yourself? And I, you know, it is funny. And I'm trying really not to reply to such things on on any kind of questions in regards to uh, Facebook or whatever. But (laughs) the first thing I thought about you the man, be the legend. <laughs> Just goofy stuff like that. But then I thought about that. Like, why would I say you the man? Or you're the man? Because I think that's internally what I've always, always said to myself. Because in life, I believe that sometimes we do not get the attaboys and the, and the confidence boost and the encouragement um, that we might need sometimes. And I think we all need that. I made sure that our kids got that. And it wasn't like, hey, here's your participation trophy. You did great. It was an acknowledgement when they actually did do something good. Or even if they stuck something out and they hated it and they wanted to quit, like softball, like the coach never played them and they rode the bench. And, you know, I was doing pulling the Milton, the monster routine where steam, hold on where steam was coming out of the the bolts in my neck, like Frankenstein, and I wanted to go rip the dude's head off. But I sat there patiently because I'm thinking to myself, I'm teaching them a lesson somehow. Like somewhere in this, there's a lesson. Like in life, you're going to encounter an idiot and he's going to play his kids and the other coach's kids. And even though they don't come to practice, they're all going to get to play. And you're just going to have to sit there sometimes and, you know, ride the pine until it got to a point where I, it started building up. And I said to myself, I should let them quit because they don't want to be here. But my kids never quit anything. But what's the lesson here? I think the real lesson should have been, see that coach? See those assistant coaches? The ones that are running the score up to 24, 25, 26 to nothing against the other team? That's not sportsmanship. Those aren't coaches. That's what I should have said. But I kind of like kept biting my tongue because growing up in my neighborhood, it was all about, you know, conflict. And if someone pulled a disrespectful move on you, you got in their face and you finished it right there. And those warring days, I was trying to put those behind me. And however, I sat there and I'd look at my kids and they'd look at me and then they put their heads down and they're sitting with their other friends and they weren't the jocks. They weren't the, you know, excellent players. They were decent players. But again, we're dealing with that coach's daughter type of thing and also win, 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 win. Sounds excited, didn't I? But that's how it was. And that's how they're screaming. Steal, steal. Why aren't you stealing? 
Oh, I don't know. It's 25 to nothing. You really want me to steal home? That's my feeling on that. You know where I'm going with that. But anyway, with that, right then, that next game, the coach's wife unloads on a, on her husband ah, in front of everybody. You should be ashamed of yourself. How you're coaching, what you're doing. Your kid didn't even come to practice last practice. Our kid. And yet you're starting her? He came over and apologized to our kids. And to this day, we talk about that. And I'm like, there you go. Lesson learned. How not to be in life. Couldn't stand that team. Couldn't stand that organization. But that's neither here nor there. There's a life lesson to be learned in that. That sometimes in life, you just need to give yourself that emotional boost, that little thing of confidence that, hey, it's not me. It's them. And when it truly is that way. I remember I had a, uh, an encounter with someone a very long time ago. And this person's friend ran into me one time and they said to me, Tony, the first thing out of their mouth, it wasn't you, it was them. And I'm like, always thought that in my head, always believe that, but you know, we don't want to be too confident in ourselves. But when that person said that to me, I'm like, check right on. Like, yep, a little check into my little book in my head of, yeah, man. My gut was right, what I thought was right, and I'm not always right. I mean, I, I could be wrong a lot of times, but in certain life instances, we question, is it us? And then sometimes we just have to say, dude, it's not us, it's them. Now, again, you can't think of life always that because you gotta, you gotta look at your life and, and acknowledge if you are truly doing something wrong or you're off base or you know, it's, it's something that reflected upon your behavior. So anyway, uh, just thinking about that, and I would say to Steve Harvey in that question, man, 18-year-old self, uh, how about if I can go back to my 13-year-old self? Now, my 13-year-old self, I'd still say, you're the man, <laughs> or be the legend. But back then, you know, you're not really thinking you're the man. And you're not really thinking, I'm a legend. I'm a legend in my own mind. <laughs> like you might be when you're an adult. You know, and when I say that, I say that in jest. You already know that. But there is a part of me that like, I am the man. I'm the man because I've always stuck to my guns and my convictions throughout life. I've always fought for what I believed in. However, I've always allowed myself to question myself and to try to take myself out of the box and say, did I behave right? Or was that the right thing to do? And a lot of times it wasn't. And for that, I would apologize or acknowledge that I would be at fault in that situation. So what I would say to my 13 year old self would be, you know, I, I don't think I'd remember the word Bitcoin. <laughs> Buy Bitcoin. I, I would love that to happen to my 13 year old self, young man buy Bitcoin or, you know, buy Apple or buy Microsoft or go to Seattle and find someone named Steve Jobs and work for him or search Elon Musk, become his friend. You know, there's all these crazy things that you would think about. But what I, hold on, I can turn the air conditioner on here. It's like brutal. 
what I would truly say to myself was just keep being you, dude. Just, just keep on believing in yourself. Yeah, it gets hard, and, and but with with everything in life, the storm always clears, man. You know, there's bad days, there's good days. Always believe in yourself and always apply yourself, and don't be such a uh, a knucklehead or a concrete noggin boy. You know, where you don't want to listen to everybody else all the time in regards to someone telling you what to do, especially your teachers. They got a job to do. They're getting paid to teach you something and learn. Get an education. It's something no one can take away from you. Okay. Instead of just, you know, relying on the trades or whatever, you know, learn, learn as much as you can, uh, but still stay you. Stay that, that sheepdog. And I think that's how I would have to describe myself. I, Hopefully that doesn't sound weird to you. Be like, what are you talking about, dude? Like a sheepdog. That is, that's me. That's how I've always been. You know, uh, trying to be the defender of the underdog. You know, that that person getting picked on or whatever, you know, and uh, not always being able, you know, to be that defender, taking a ton of heat because of it, but just like sticking up for the underdog. I'm proud of that, that I've always done that. Uh, we have to look at ourselves and look at our attributes and be okay with that, you know? Uh, you got to make what you can from the life that you're given and then try to even better yourself in that regards. You know, we're not always, all of us, uh, set on this earth in the same circumstances. You know, there is a different socioeconomic uh, wall that a lot of us have to try to get over or can't get over. There's certainly the other side of the tracks for a lot of us. There's a, there's a whole lot of things that divide us all and keep us separated and segregated. And, and, and I know, you know, it's easy for me to sit here and say, yeah, but you just got to overcome it. You know, someone recently, Mike, um, on, on my website, kind of countered that. was like, listen, you know, there's not the same opportunities for everyone. You know, they're not born into uh, the whole, the same type of uh, situations where, they can just overcome something. I'm sorry for the, the man banging on some iron. <laughs> but hey, ambient noises are cool. It's a construction site for God's sakes. Um, just because of the color of someone's skin or growing up in an urban environment, they truly might not have the opportunities that we all have or some, uh, someone else might have. Or the dad that knows somebody else that knows somebody to get you into the job. You know, that didn't happen for me, but I'm just saying there, there are different opportunities that some people might just never have. And when that starts with your education, then that's starting at the foundation of who you are. And it could be a catch-up game or a game that you never can catch up to for the rest of your life. So, uh I appreciate Mike making his comment on that. Again, if you ever have a comment you want to post in regards to a podcast, go to findingsubjects.com. Excuse me. I always post the podcast there as well. You can even listen from there. And then the cool part about it is underneath, there's a, a wide open forum where you can just make a comment in there and just say, hey, Tone, that's cool. I like what you're saying, but how about this? And I love when that happens. You know, Mike's a regular, and I really appreciate Mike's uh, feedback and input in regards to every podcast and even my photographs that I put up, you know. So, uh, you know, I appreciate that. Thank you, Mike, down there in Virginia. Um, and you're all welcome to go there again, finding subjects. 
Uh.com and you could find all that. So yeah, I mean, what would I say to my 13 year old self? I mean, there's so many things, but I think, you know, instead of, you know, Hey, buy Bitcoin and buy Apple stock, it would have to be just keep on keeping on, dude. Just keep on being you trust yourself, believe in yourself. She's not worth it. You know how many times I can say that to myself, you know, about, uh, you know, being played around, you know, by the beautiful girl in the neighborhood or whatever, you know, move on. I would say that, you know, don't get so caught up in it. There's plenty of fish in the sea, all that kind of stuff we can say to ourselves. Uh, get married earlier. I'd say that one, you know, I mean, that's a regret, but even that you gotta be ready for that. I wasn't ready. That's the last thing I wanted to do, you know, early, you know, and that's not nothing because of who I was with. That was, I think a lot because of my upbringing because of what I've seen, you know, in other people's relationships, thinking that's how it's going to be. Who the heck wants anything to do with that? And then I remember the conversation I had with my father and he was like, listen, a couple things. And my dad was not a man of words in, in, in regards to suggestions or advice or anything. He just, he just, he just wasn't that guy. He was the hard worker. He'd go to work. He'd come back home. He'd lay on the couch, read the newspaper. He was exhausted. And I get that. I don't hold it against him. But I do remember the point where my dad was saying, listen, marriage, what you're seeing, that's not how it is all the time. I just want you to know that. And I'm, I knew what he meant by that. It's not always arguing and it's not always, you know, disagreeing and hectic and like a lot of the different things that might, he might have felt in his marriage. And I, I'm not going to pass judgment on that, but, you know, it wasn't like they, they loved each other, no doubt, but it wasn't like it was a perfect relationship. There's a lot of frustrations there. And I'm sure a lot of that had to do with money and him working so hard and, you know, eventually getting sick and stuff. But I remember him saying to me, I got a question for you. I go, yeah, what's up? And this, I was getting actually a little older. He said, can you imagine her? Can you imagine her, which is my current wife? Can you imagine her married to someone else? He goes, don't answer me. Can you imagine her married to somebody else? That's all I got to say to you. And that was the end of the conversation. And I could not. And that was that. You know, that's I ran out and got a ring and went over to her uh, father and mother and asked permission to marry her. And that was that. So we have all this advice that we give our younger selves. But I think the most important is to kind of look at the positives of what you already had instead of like wishing you could do it do over. I don't want you to say something to yourself like, I should have done this or I should have done that. Look at what you did and say, listen, for some reason at that given time, that was the best move I could make. And I have to live with that and move on. At that time, that's the judgment call I made. At the time, I did what I always felt would be the right thing to do. I truly don't have the regrets. You know, we might have regrets of how we think and wish the outcomes of certain things would be. But if, if it didn't happen, how I look at it, it wasn't meant to be. 
There's nothing. And, and they, you know, people could say, well, dude, you could have made it, Ben. And, and, and I talk about, and this could be different things. It could, it could be about music. It could be about businesses. It could be about careers and life, relationships. I can't, and I don't allow myself to look back and think, man, I wish I could have done this better or that better. It is what it is. And how I get through that is, yeah, well, at the time, I made the best judgment call I could, and I'm sticking to that, you know? And uh, I'm good with it because I truly am good with everything that ended up happening to me in my life. Wasn't all perfect, but we got to be able to accept it, deal with it, own it, and move on. You can't live in a life that's full of regrets. You just kind of have to almost justify it in your head and not live in the past and say, okay, well, if I truly don't like that and I truly don't like where I am right now, then I have today and tomorrow and the rest of my life to, to maybe correct some things. How do you tell all that to your 13-year-old self? I think you just say, you're the man. Be the legend. Keep being you. Believe in yourself. Trust in God. Keep the faith. Keep being strong. Keep fighting on. But you're the man. Or you're the woman. Because you're a woman. Self-confidence. Believing in yourself. Supporting yourself. Life's hard enough. Life is hard enough if you have that little tape repeating in your mind again and again and again and again. You're not good enough. You're ugly. You're stupid. You can't do it. You're not worthy. You got to change the tape. Believe in yourself. You're the man or you're the woman. You got to believe in yourself. You got to be your best support group because you already got so many things in life going against us in life. There's a plenty of people out there that will tell us we're not good enough, but we need ourselves to tell ourselves that we truly are. And I'm not talking about, hey, we all deserve a participation medal. I'm talking about, hey, yes, we are all truly unique. And why we're unique is because we are creations of God. And God does not make something not worthy, worthy of love. And so in that way, we all do deserve to be loved and we all do deserve to believe that we are indeed something special. We might not get a participation trophy for that, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about our self-value and our self-worth not being acknowledged necessarily by human, but to understand that in God's eyes, we are all indeed special. So those are the things I think I would tell my 13-year-old self. And would my 13-year-old self have the attention span to, to sit there and listen to all that? I think he'd probably retain, I'm the man. <laughs> hey, I'm the man. <laughs> and just run with that. And I'm, you know what? I'm good with that too. So anyway, that's what I'm talking about today. Just believing in yourself. Three words you'd say to yourself if you were 13 years old and you met your 13-year-old self. Well, if you could go back in time and meet your 13-year-old self, what would you say? What would you say to your 13-year-old self? Huh? Cool question. You're the man. You're the woman. Believe in yourself, man. 
this, this is a battle that we all have every each and every day when we want to try to achieve something where we just like rather sit on the couch with a half a gallon of uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream and some pretzels and just dip it and watch, uh, I don't know, Point Break. Uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, my God. I got to go. See you. Bye. Okay. I missed the text from my wife. I have to pick her up. Anyway, that's all I got for today. Those three words, if you could go back in time and ask your 13-year-old self or say something to your 13-year-old self, what would it be? That's all I got. Thanks for listening to Finding Subjects Podcast. This is Tony. Hey, stop by findingsubjects.com or if you want to email me, findingsubjects at yahoo.com. But at findingsubjects.com, I also put the podcast and underneath, we can have a dialogue. So join me and some uh, other friends there and... We'll have fun. Later. See you. Bye. Peace.